0: A rich man's world, I have turned the of this beauty. Hello, and welcome to Seeds of Self, a podcast for daughters disrupting generational cycles. I'm your host, Chelsea, coach, mentor, and founder of Seed Space, a community that explores the intersections between identity, culture, and well being. With a focus on empowering a more inclusive approach to contemporary wellness, our mission is to support the rising and thriving of all women, beyond conditioning imposed through patriarchal, colonial, and capitalist culture. Join us week to week for candid conversations, deep diving on all things spirituality, psychology, self-development, business in the wellness industry, and more. If our content resonates, it'd mean the world if you could give us a rating or share with a friend. Okay, thank you so much for being here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Seeds of Self podcast. This one is inspired by a super interesting discussion I've been having with some of the Seed Space community members around the topic of cultural identity and specifically how cultural identity plays a profound role in the overall healing process. Now, whether you are someone who identifies with being a Black, Indigenous or woman of colour or simply as an ally in this space... This will be an interesting exploration of the unique, multi layered, and complex experiences and challenges people with a cultural background that extends beyond a Western context encounter in living a post colonial life and also navigating the wellness world. So, let's dive in. After releasing Seeds of Self's first episode and sharing a little bit about my personal story and background, if you've not yet given this one a listen, shameless plug here, go ahead and do so. It is our welcome episode and explains not only about the intentions of this space, but also how my experience as a mixed race girly Indian, Malaysian Portuguese and Scottish, born and raised in Sydney, Australia, obviously a predominantly Western society, shaped my connection with myself and how this connection, or actually disconnection in this sense, influenced and continues to influence my own healing journey. So, anyway, After airing this episode, I had a lovely woman and a friend, a fellow coach from the community reach out to me and share her thoughts and reflections. And just quick side note here, it's always so, so, so lovely for me to hear how these episodes land for you if you are inspired after listening to A Seeds of Self episode. If you feel moved in any particular way, please do reach out, share your reflections with me. While I do love a good rant now and then, it's super nice to hear what comes up for you on the other side. So anyway, I digress back to the point. This community member who is a mum shared with me that the episode had sparked some thoughts about her own cultural identity and that of her daughter as well who is mixed so my friend the mum who reached out to me and the father have different cultural backgrounds right so the the child has a multitude of different ethnicities and she kind of shared that While she herself presents as white passing, she has Latin American roots and her own mother has a melanated skin tone and 30% of Indigenous ethnicity within her ancestral DNA. And she shared that although she has white passing and identifies a little bit more with that European side of her background, obviously with growing up on this side of the world, she also does have connection with the Latina part of her heritage, right? The Spanish language, the culturally specific practices, the rituals, the traditions, that sort of thing. And, you know, for me, I've had the opposite experience. My skin tone presents more closely with my Indian, Malaysian side of my cultural background. But growing up, it was essentially the only connection that I had with these cultures. Now, because of the white passing, this particular community member identified rather as an ally in the seed space community rather than being a woman of colour herself. Although having Latina heritage and a mother who very much presented in a more melanated way with her Colombian roots... I found this conversation so, so interesting because it really brings about a bigger discussion around the topic of labels and labelling or identifying different groups. And I'm not here to tell anyone to identify with any specific type of labelling, right? But you will see me use the term Black, Indigenous and Women of Colour or Biwok a lot in the Seed Space community. Do I think it's the best umbrella term that encapsulates the richness of history, culture, lived experiences and traditions of many of these ethnicity groups? On a personal level, absolutely not. I've not yet come across terminology that does, right? If there's a political rhetoric out there that you're aware of and I've not yet been educated on, please do reach out. One of Seed Space's core values is a continuous commitment toward remaining curious, right, toward learning and unlearning. And part of that is remaining open to evolve once we integrate more knowledge, more awareness and more education around specific topics. The political undertones of this space very much feed into that. But back to the labels. These labels, to me, rather act as an indication of the lived experiences, the stories, the history of particular groups within society, right, and how they've perhaps endured certain things like, well, for minority groups, colonisation, for example. If you have an Indigenous background or heritage, you know, that definitely runs as an influence to part of your family's history, to your family's story, Maybe not so explicitly within your immediate family, like with your parents or grandparents, depending on where you grew up and how you grew up, but it's definitely informed your ancestral lineage to some capacity, right? This is part of the cultural fabric that makes you who you are. If you have an Asian parent and one European parent as another example, and let's say mm, you present physically more like the European parent, does it dismiss your Asian side of your heritage? No. So for me, using these labels and terminologies like Biwok within the seed space community, it isn't so much as to categorise someone by the colour of their skin or any other physical characteristics, darker skin tone, darker hair, darker eye colour, curly hair, I don't know, whatever it might be. But it's rather a way to acknowledge the different barriers that may present, not just for you or for me within this lifetime even, but historically as well. And, you know, the, the barriers that our families experienced and how How this has essentially impacted our generation, the generations before us, and the continuous evolving of our generations to come. It's a lot, isn't it? Let's just take a moment, take a short pause, let it settle, let it sink in. Feels like I've been talking a lot. (laughs) Told you, love a good rant sometimes, but... I definitely notice within myself, this topic is quite sensitive. It's very much influenced the latest phase and evolution of my own personal healing journey. And I'm curious to know if you're listening to this, right? What does it bring up for you? Do you identify with any of these labels? How have these labels perhaps informed how you identify within yourself And just to share a little bit more again about my experience with it all, as part of trying to remember and rediscover my cultural roots, I navigated that experience from a place of having my physical appearance reflect that of one culture, but growing up in a completely different culture, Sydney being more Western, that's where my disconnect kind of sat and still sits, right? But for people who are wide passing, their road to remembering and rediscovering their cultural heritage is, is very different. They may experience having to actually prove that they have these cultural influences as part of their identity, because externally it's not as obvious, right? So that's more of a having your cultural background denied but just from a slightly different angle. And I actually had a conversation with a friend and a movement facilitator who is white passing. She grew up in the Netherlands, but has an Indonesian father, which a very common occurrence with the historical context of the Dutch and all the colonizing that they have done, particularly in Indonesia, plus a long other list of countries, but that's for another episode. Her experience was that people would deny the Indonesian part of her heritage, even though her father, because of his skin colour, experienced a lot of racism with being in the Netherlands. And if you are white passing or perhaps, you know, present a little bit more racially ambiguous, is any of this actually resonating with you for you? Has your cultural background been denied by people around you simply because you don't present a certain way? Have you perhaps denied it within yourself because it's easier, it's been easier to resonate with the European sides of your background? And to our allies listening who have European heritage, is this something that you've considered as part of the challenges that people of colour around you experience? But don't necessarily talk about. And this kind of leads me to the point of this whole episode in general. Why is it important to have clarity around your identity in the first place, right? Are these labels really necessary? Are they more harmful? Open question. But I really want to highlight here in this episode why it's so important to consider identity and cultural identities specifically as part of one's healings journey. Why that's actually fundamental is because doing any sort of healing work comes down to understanding who you are at your core, who you are under all of the layers, right? Your most authentic self. We see this term authentic self thrown around all around therapeutic spaces, But what does it mean to embody your authentic self, right? It's to come down to your core. And traditional healing and wellness rhetoric really focuses on, you know, the shadow work, inner child work, understanding your limiting beliefs, getting in tune with your inner dialogue, inner, inner, inner. For me, that is still the surface of what it means to do the deep, Inner work. And yes, these things are super important, undeniably so. This is where, you know, I started my journey in the first place. But what about when you're navigating spaces that subtly don't allow you to feel an inherent sense of belonging? What about the historical context of what it means to be living as a person with non European roots in a post colonial world? How can we get to the core of who we are and reclaim these parts of ourselves in a world that doesn't really cultivate that remembrance? It actually feels like an act of resistance in many ways, right? And this is exactly why representation and inclusivity is so, so important in contemporary wellness spaces. It's not a trend. It's not a Zalando campaign. It's not just a hot topic right now. People with mixed cultural identity or a cultural identity that is non-Western are already dealing with disconnect, even if they don't know it. Before we've even had the words or awareness to call it that. And Perhaps if you are listening to this episode and you're thinking fuck, I didn't even realize I needed to focus more awareness on on this part of my identity and integrating that cultural aspect because yeah, that was me, I want to say and I want to remind you that you're not alone. I've been there. I am there still in many ways. And Seedspace really hopes to offer sanctuary from the colonial influences that continue to perpetuate wellness spaces. That's literally how and why this space was born. Because essentially it's the perpetuating of colonial influence within the wellness spaces that continues to make people of color feel a subtle sense of disconnect. From walking into a white-owned yoga studio with a white teacher, being the only person of color in the class, despite growing up with yoga in your childhood, practiced and shared by many close family members, to having other ancient practices like Reiki, cacao ceremonies, Temascals, whatever else it might be, to having these practices commodified right before our eyes. These are the very things that send the nuanced messages that our culture does not matter, that it's not important. And they serve as, as reminders in such subtle and nuanced ways that we're guests in the Western world. And if you are an ally listening, this is why it's important. And this is why Seed Space does the work that we do. And I really hope that, you know, this message doesn't land in a way where it seems I'm speaking on behalf of all people of color because I absolutely cannot. But on behalf of myself and the Seedspace Space community and the women of color that I have the absolute honor of being in contact with, navigating an internal state of dissonance, confusion, and dismissal of parts of ourselves is just an added layer to our journeys of doing the work and doing the healing work. It's a lot to reflect on, a lot to think about. if you are on a journey of cultural remembrance and Maybe you're just starting this journey and you're looking for support along the way. Do reach out. I'll be opening my books from 2024 for empowerment coaching and mentoring. And having walked this path myself, and I'm still walking it as I'm transparently sharing, but holding space for the nuanced cultural influences that come into therapeutic spaces is something that is a big consideration in the way that I facilitate care. So just some things to think about, to integrate. If you are a person of colour who is navigating their own journey and you work with other professionals and supports as you move through that process, I encourage you to also think about whether you're able to bring up this part of your journey with the touch points that you do have. Speaking transparently, being in therapy myself for 10 years now, the last four or five years of my journey have been with an ally and that's been fine. It's served me. It served where I needed to go with my journey. But as I uncover, as I unlock new layers of you know, integrating that cultural aspect, I definitely am able to track the parts that have been missing, the parts that haven't been taken into consideration. So just some things to ponder. I'd love, love, love to know your thoughts on all of these topics. Have they sparked any reflections, considerations? Do reach out over on the Seed Space Instagram. I always love hearing from all of you. And as usual, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and being part of this movement. I hope this episode left you feeling inspired, supported, and seen in your journey. If our content resonates, it'd mean the world if you could share with a friend, subscribe, or give us a rating. If you're curious about working together or would simply like to share your thoughts or any other feedback, links are in the show notes of how to best get in touch. Until then, so much love to wherever you're listening in from. Bye-bye.